everybody, and welcome to Swirlpool. This is the new, hot, spicy new podcast from the Vortex. Uh, yeah, this week we're covering the sports entertainment juggernaut, the Titanic, way too long, WrestleMania 35. I'm here with the Vortex crew. I'm Grim Chorizo, and pineapple goes on pizza, bitches. Fight me. Woo! <laughs> I agree with you, to be fair. Thank you. No words. <laughs> Fiend here. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Samuel Adams Summer Ale. It's true. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty fucking it's, good. It's lemony, yeah, it's pr- citrusy. It's bright. Oh, hold on. Listen to this. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I'm I'm Chris, aka Zompire Wolf, and I just ate a whole pizza by myself, so I feel like shit. no shame, man. Nice. No, it's bad. Like I feel a little bit of shame. I almost feel like I just watched seven to eight hours of wrestling. And now my well, except did you? <laughs> you watched no. a lot more. <laughs> I I gotta be honest with you guys. I fucking hate pro wrestling now because <laughs> I love it so much. But it's like, hey, here's a chocolate cake, sure. and then you eat that chocolate cake, right. and then they're like, eat this this other chocolate cake. <laughs> right and after, you're like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. And then yeah. you keep eating. So you ate four chocolate cakes, and now when you look at chocolate cake, it kind of makes you mm-hmm. feels you feel a little queasy. Sure. That's how I felt. Rewatching parts of Mania 35. Oh, man. <laughs> so I guess I should explain a little. We're, we're, we'll explain the show a bit. The whole point of the Vortex is we like a lot of shit. Yeah. Right? right? And we like a whole lot of different forms of entertainment, media, all sorts of things. So what we want to do is we're going to have guests on. We're going to be bringing topics to bring to each other for us to watch, listen to, experience, and then we discuss it together as a group. So this week we were going to cover wrestling because all three of us, we love wrestling. Yeah. And this was a fantastic wrestling pay-per-view, if you will. And but it I mean, it's, the, it's the grandest stage of them all. It's, the, it's a, the biggest wrestling event there is. It just happened. It seemed fitting for us yeah. to kind of just dive into. for our And we wanted to cover first. it shortly after, but we're, I personally am so burnt out on wrestling. So we're, this is going to be like very cathartic for me. Right. <laughs> Um, but we, this won't always be about pro wrestling. No, this is no, just no. one facet of the things just that the, we cover. So maybe we'll cover some albums or some movies or whatever. But before we get into the, the main event, if you will, uh, I'd like to... Nice. Did, did any of you guys uh, watch anything new? Or It doesn't have to be new. Just something cool. Experience you know? something. Yeah, like, did you consume? Did you not consume rest, not wrestling related. What have I consumed? Well, I consumed a pizza, but... Uh, right. <laughs> not wrestling related. No, well, let's keep it free of wrestling because okay. we're going to go balls deep. So, yeah, okay. Uh, last week, I... Uh, so, long story short, we got a new TV, which is exciting. Congratulations. So, uh, you know, just upgraded. and So, because of that, I was like, you know, I feel like just I want to watch something on Hulu. I want to watch something new. And my dad actually suggested this show called Letterkenny, and it's mm. like a Canadian comedy, uh, and it's really, really they funny. Seem to be Canadian. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm actually I'm in like the third season, uh, and I've never watched Trailer Park Boys, but it's kind of what I might imagine. Like this the, is kind yeah. of like, because basically it's like there's some hicks and there's like druggies and there's hockey players and they're like the main white Canadian the, trash. Yeah, right. but it's yeah, in like right. this small town Canadian. Town and like it's very very it's like a show that's very dialogue driven. It's like sure. th- the things that they're doing Character obviously are funny, but it's stuff, all right. it's one of those you you have to listen to everything they're saying because every line is just hilarious. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of a show to describe like too, Fargo but I don't or something. Like, I haven't I haven't seen that. But another very it's just Canadian. very very funny the way they talk sure. and like uh, it's very dense with like comedy and humor. Like, yeah, it's, like everything is just it's, like a joke. Uh, 
Huh. Well, I would say it's not like a over the top by what they're doing necessarily, but the things they're saying. Are no, just the humor hilarious. comes yeah. from the. So yeah. I'm really enjoying that. So you know, if you're interested in a in a new show to watch, comedy, check out Letterkenny. Nice. On Hulu. Nice. That sounds really. I think you guys would both like it. Honestly, like it. I'll check I'll it out in a million out. years because <laughs> I have a, I have a Netflix so list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have. A, I'm only on season three, That's but I, it's it's enjoyable. But no, I I don't know I. I went and played some board games with some friends, and I tried a new game out. It was called Letters, for, uh, Letters called from Letter Whitechapel <laughs> or something like that. Letters from Whitechapel, okay. And uh, it was cool. really interesting. Like you, it was kind of like a you played as like the investigators hunting down Jack the Ripper in the night. Okay, I'm so and, like so already. like yeah. Somebody plays as Jack the Ripper, and. They make a murder at the beginning of the night, and like right. the night starts, and he's trying to run away from the murder scene, and right, you're trying right. to find him. So it's like <clears throat> everyone against one, basically. Like right. someone is Jack the Ripper, and, and they're like, on the on the run. And like you can trap him, like you know, you can move so many spaces, but then you can investigate around you, mm-hmm. and then like if he went there, try and he find might traces. be there, but you can so you, so as an investigator, you can make an a an investigation check or an arrest check. This reminds so, me a lot, but you can like. S- s- like kind of like strategically trap him on yeah. the map, so he can't keep running. Right, and the is, map actually is like a picture of old school London. Like, see, this sounds cool. Old school London. There's and, another board game that this sounds like where you're chasing really like Dracula. Oh, that's and cool. it's kind of like Van Hel. You're all vampire hunters, so I wonder if it's like the same thing, kind of like where there's different uh, uh, variations based. Well, what's it yeah. called? The uh, the Ticket to Ride. You know, it's right. kind of like oh, that. Okay. That sounds badass. This is the, my problem with board games. Is like I have a sad pillar. Right. A shrine of board right. games I have that I love and I want to play, but like just don't have enough night. That sounds fucking awesome. That though. does sound. Right. It was really interesting. We should pick that up. I really up. like that one. So I mean, and then we played. So letters from White Castle, okay? Yeah. Or but Chapel. White Castle. White Castle. That's the yeah. letters from White. White Castle. I think it was White Chapel. Yeah. <laughs> help! White I, Castle. Help! I shit myself. That's what the letter would say. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, yeah, I, I honestly, my brain is completely fried. I have, I have not really consumed anything new. I've been besides a pizza. Well, I was gonna say a lot of wrestling. Here's my thing: Amy's frozen pizza, margarita. Amy's? It, yeah, it's a brand. I don't know if it's I've... fucking delicious. The crust margarita is margarita pizza. It's a margarita pizza. It's so much better. It's a little expensive. It's like five dollars for pizza, and it's oh, but it's like. Fucking delicious. The crust is chewy, but also crispy if you cook it right thin on the crust. Thin crust or thick crust? It's or like a thin, rising it's crust? Thin, it's, it's thinkish. Thin-ish. It's somewhere in between. Thin because crust. It's very crispy on a the bottom. Toss, toss, crust, it's, if you will. Crisp. Yeah, I don't know what I would describe it as, but it has like a bit of like, it rises a bit and it's covered in base. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's like nice. premium. Premium yes. posh pizza. So nice. that's that's that all good. I've got for you. But okay. just talking about it is kind of making me... <laughs> like, oh, I am so fucking full. <laughs> Anyway, we better get yeah. into this fucking show. So yeah, we got a lot to WrestleMania thirty five. I let's start out by I think we should kind of talk about how we each got into wrestling very briefly. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start. Grim is the, because I he's the most. Consistent. I would say so. I could talk a lot here, but I got into wrestling. I guess two thousand six is when I became an actual wrestling fan. Two thousand five, my friends. Would watch it I, on Friday nights. There'd be SmackDown. We'd be hanging out over there anyways, and it would be SmackDown would be on. And I was like, "This is cool." So I who like was it. on SmackDown at the Eddie time? Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio oh, were having yeah. their Dominic storyline while this was going on. I remember that Batista, Bobby Lashley just debuted. Mr. Kennedy. It's hard not to get uh, into that. These are the guys I remember. And then, uh, so I liked. I thought that was cool, but I would never put it on at my own house because I was like, right. "I, it's, I don't know." It's something you then can the have on. Then the next year, the actually, the yeah. day after WrestleMania 22. 
uh, it was Monday Night Raw, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this on. And I was talking to my friends on the phone. We were watching it, like, basically on the phone while it was watching. It like a live thread. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And, I, and literally that night, I just was hooked. I remember specifically Big Show and Kane lost the world tag team titles to the Spirit Squad, a group of cheerleaders. Oh, fuck. Triple H, John Cena, and Edge started, like, this triple threat rivalry over the WWE title. Kane attacked Big Show over some May 19th stuff. That was, like, what was going on. Okay. But I got hooked from that night big time, and I went, I went super nerded out, was really, really, like, really big into it until about 2000, maybe mid-late 2008, and I just got too busy that I just didn't watch. And, you know, it wasn't really the coolest thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? I well, was, and also, wasn't that around the time it was starting to get out of the ruthless aggression and starting to move towards, Well, like, they went the, PG, and already right. I was kind of like, eh. And, you know, it, honestly, the biggest thing was just busy being really involved with, like, musical stuff yeah, at school. Right. It was, there was always, pe- like, different uh, games or, but, you know, I just couldn't watch, couldn't keep up with it. And if you can't keep up with it, right. you know. Otherwise, then, you would have sat through, like, yeah, all the, shit. the John Cena. So then came back in early 2012 and decided, you know what, I'm going to watch it again. And r- it was like I never left. You know, when you, it was like you put it on and you just fell right back in love with it. And since then, since 2012, I basically watched. The, Almost like the gentle every caress week, of an old I've lover. Right. Huge fan since. So yeah, I've been a fan for a while. But so you have a more intense sort yeah, of. Yeah. So two thousand five, two thousand six is when I really started. And then you took a break from about probably around the to best 2012, time. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. It the sounds like host. Like yeah, uh, people talk about two thousand nine being super like super Cena era was the dearth like, of re- of WWE. Yeah. And I've gone when, back and kind of you know. Not everything, but kind of know I missed some good stuff. But Dude, overall, that I watched wasn't a great. I though. watched leading up to Mania Thirty Five. I watched some old Manias, and holy shit, what was the what was Twenty Seven? What year was that? That was uh, Two Thousand Eleven. Which okay. I've, I that actually went bad. me and a few friends. We wa- went through and made it a, a summer goal to watch every WrestleMania, and Twenty Seven is one of literally the worst, I mean, the worst I thing I've ever seen. seen. Yeah, let's not get up. That'll be another yeah, show. Right. Honestly, yeah. we'll have to bring that. That'll up be another yeah. show. But, so that's my. Yeah, well, My I think journey here, so. I'll jump in next because I think sure. so. Fiend has a little more history in the past than I do, but mm-hmm. we both kind of got back. Like he kind of got back into it more around the same time as me, and then I started watching earnestly and actively for the first time. Right. So I had like the easiest um, and the probably the most enjoyable indoctrination, if you will, into pro wrestling because. I had always seen it in the background, and it never clicked with me. It doesn't help when you're seeing segments that are, like, uh, just so bad. I can't even think of any off the top of my head, but, you know, just, like, absolute, like, ins- like Brodus Clay dancing and yeah. with his mom and stuff. Like, that stuff is just not good for getting people into But I sat down and watched WrestleMania 30 um, with everybody who was currently watching with Grimm, and it was just, like, impossible not to be hooked with guys like Daniel Bryan's massive, you know, win, his big victory, and then The Undertaker's streak being broken was just too... Like, it just clicked for me. I'm like, oh, I fucking get it. It's like drama, nerds, doing athletical... Athletical? Athletic ability things. It's just... It was too... It just clicked, finally. And then, from then on, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Unfortunately... 30 was, like, the high point, really, for, like, mm-hmm. at, at least until, and I, hot take, until now, I would say. So, but, yeah, so, Fiend, how, what's your journey? Can I, real like? quick, yeah, I have sure. a question regarding that. Sure. I think, I mean, yeah, we're brothers, so, obviously, you were around me watching wrestling a lot anyway. Yeah. My question is, if you didn't sit in on WrestleMania 30 that day, do you think you would have been hooked? Or would it, you well, know what I mean? Because that was a wa- show that didn't really... Didn't we also WrestleMania watch it? 30 was... 
I don't know. It was awesome. I mean, it was amazing. Shit. I That's the thing. There, if I, wasn't, I wasn't there for most of it, I think I left, or I showed up late. I think you showed up and you, you hung were there out for a little while. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was there for a little bit, and I was like, man, that was once cool. shit like, started getting hot. And I was like, man, I was like, I was leaving right at a good time too. Yeah. So like. That's about probably when I started getting back into it. But, like, I mean, as a kid growing up, I always watched it kind of on TV. I never really watched the pay-per-views because I'd never ordered them. got to pay money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's expensive as fuck back then. But yeah, I watched them. I watched, like, Monday Night Raw and, like, stuff. But I watched, like, a lot of WCW, so mm-hmm. I got to watch a lot of, like... The height of the yeah, NWO. Like peak era. Yeah, like yeah. NWO and shit. And, like and then Goldberg coming in and wrecking and like. Yeah, like it was. Sting. Even as someone who grew up. For like changing through, you know, and becoming a badass. And growing like, up in grade school shit in the and, 90s, like you just saw right. every kid had like yeah. Austin shirts, DX yeah, shirts, had, all that I stuff. Had an Austin like, shirt, yeah. Like, Stone my first play- man, like what? Yeah, my first like <laughs> playground fight, if you will, I just got my ass like handed to me by a kid in a DX <laughs> shirt who then suck it, suck it. Yeah, <laughs> that was like my first. I didn't have any fucking clue. But like, I mean, as <laughs> until you said, later. You know, growing up, you know, you get busy doing things, exactly. You watch yeah. it. But then, like, we as I, as you know, Chris said, we came over for WrestleMania 30, and it kind of hooks it, you. It, yeah. it was like, man, that's kind of cool. Still, like, what? Right. We do some flippy stuff and. The spectacle like, is... That's the thing, though. To, to, like you were saying, I don't know if I would have been hooked, but then at the same and time, then, NXT well, was starting. Well, was, that was the... I NXT. think that's the main... I think that's more of an important thing is NXT. Yeah. Is because the arrival I think that's right what really got me into it because a lot of Characters, those guys yeah. move up moved up when I started watching them. NXT when it came to the network. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Man, or when we all started watching it, yeah. you're like, "Hey, we need to watch NXT. Yeah. This is really NXT cool. is fucking rad." Like, oh, okay, and then I was like, "Well, all these guys are awesome," and then they all move up, and I kind of like it just moved along with that because those guys are awesome. So yeah, I kind of like wanted to squash them on the main roster, like. And that was WrestleMania 30 was kind of a start of that, I think. It's that investment yeah. in people. So, you know? yeah. But yeah, so with 35, okay, so I kind of, I think that 30 is important, and that's why I kept kind of talking about it, was that there's kind of this weird, with a lot of the stories and a lot of references, it kind of goes full, full circle from 30. Like, so it's kind of cool that my whole viewing experience has been encapsulated from 30 to 35, but maybe we should just jump in with like Mania 35. What'd you guys think? Like, Overall. I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Right. It was yeah. long yeah. as fuck. As get out, though. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Woo! I It burnt me out completely. Yeah. For I me, mean, I had to, like, take breaks. There was, first of all, we all watched this together. Yes. We had a party. Yeah. yeah. And I burnt drunk. myself on, out on tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And nachos. Oh, God, And yeah. that taco dip. It makes you sleepy. And, like, those cinnamon rolls and those cheesecake. I was, and like, ca- so, yeah, no, I was just so shit. full. That's how I feel right uncomfortable, now. Uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, man. But, so, I was really, I was just trying to, like, watch... Trying to stay in because I was like, I just kept getting up and eating food. I was just like, oh my God, I felt terrible. Right. That's the thing was like, for me, I actually managed to stay mostly engaged, but this is my big praise for the show, even though it was ungodly long. Was that it's probably of all the WrestleManias I've watched, the easily the best paced. Oh, agreed. Like they paced all the big matches out. Yeah, it still kept me interested. And that's what, like, I don't know, that's what made it not as bad, but, like, it right. did drag. Well, imagine if all the big matches so had been at the end, yeah, right? Shit. So the good thing was, like, they started yeah, off Yeah, they fucking with, busted out with, like... Yeah. Here comes Heyman. is like, yeah. hold up. Right, like, yeah. Screw this intro. 
we're gonna freaking do our match. That was exciting. Yeah, you knew it was yeah. gonna so, be like a crazy night, you know. Yeah. I'd say overall though, uh, this was one of my like right after watching it, I was willing to say like this might be my favorite WrestleMania of all time. That's how I felt. Yeah. I will say this: sure. I've, watched, I've, watched, I've yes. watched quite a few live, and this was the most fun live one. Watching live, the most fun I had watching one for Agreed, sure. Agreed, I agree. The second yeah. one would have been 31 when Seth cashed in, as far as fun experience Excitement, to watch. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. not as not saying it's the best show, but fun to watch. But as, and re-watching it back, honestly, I think I'd have to let it stew maybe like, a, you know, later a in the year time, I could yeah. actually say where it sits. But it's got to be in my top three. Like, this right. was a great WrestleMania. It was really long, but like you said, the pacing was Really, really good because if the pacing right. wasn't good, the length would have even would have killed oh, it. Man. But it would have felt it, even longer. It felt long. It was right? a great but show. I think the reason for that was because they fucking booked like the people who should have won won. Right. Yeah. You know, it was logical. There was only maybe one or two downer spots. But I guess maybe since we have our general well, thoughts, well, I mean, here, I already brought up how they busted in. So I figured maybe we could talk about like we gotta talk about the pre-show yeah, let's, first. That's let's, the problem. Oh, There's like Jesus. two hours. So we gotta, let's that. talk. A, let's just kind of go piece well, by piece. What did you think first of all of the stage and the, and mm. the lighting and stuff? Because it was I, cool. It was simple, simple, and yeah. I liked it. It wasn't too much. I feel like sometimes that's the problem. Too much shit it going was just, on. Yeah. Just yeah, too much stuff going on. It was on. simple, but they used it like because the I, holograms were cool. That's what I was gonna say. Was I normally cringe at those 3D right. uh, effects and shit? Like where it's like. This is a reboot era, like, you know, 90s ass fucking, like, PS1 graphics. They actually looked pretty good this time. And I will say, like, I was, I was pretty happy with how everyone's entrances looked. It was very cool. Um, I liked that it was outdoor and you could see, like, sort of, like, as it got darker, the lights started coming. Of course, it ruined a bunch of fans in the audience. Like, apparently there were tons of bright lights shining in people's eyes and shit. Yeah. I was just curious what you thought. Well, the set. So the thing is, I think, People sometimes expect grandeur too, too much. When sure. I mean, it is WrestleMania. It should be yeah. amazing. And I thought it was a different type of amazing. Yeah, it was simple. But sometimes a big ass screen is badass. Right. And I mean, it was. was. That's what I was talking about. So yeah. I you just they, don't want it to feel like a raw yeah. plus. You know, I like, thought I thought it grew on me at first. I won't lie. When I first saw, I, like I saw a picture of it. Sh- oh yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, like, just yeah, the smoke they, effects. Yeah, they, they had they had legit pyro. They had pyro, but when I first saw a picture of it, I was like, "Okay, it's a screen. It's nah. a big TV." <laughs> then when I saw it in action, I was like, "Okay, Fuck certain cool. entrances." And as we kind of go through the matches, certain entrances looked gr- like amazing. With yeah, them. without jumping um, ahead, I got to say what sold me was. I, I don't want to skip the pre-show or whatever, but just Seth Rollins coming out and the sword stabbing into the side. Oh, and yeah, it, yeah. <sighs> that was badass. That was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. Um. One thing I think, since we're just talking overall here, about entrances, nothing in, in particular, but I think if they did have a few more kind of special entrances, I think it would have added a little Spice bit. Spice it up a bit. Like, sure, yeah. that was just one complaint I had was, you know... There Obviously, were some cool entrances right. for sure, but I think that it they kind of limited it to like one person every three matches got a special entrance. Yeah. yeah. Whereas basically in the past, like a lot of for the I noticed. Well, let's just jump right into the pre-show. Yeah, let's just go mo- run it down. What was the first pre-show match? It was the cruiserweight, cruiserweight title. Open up oh, the show. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so I, think I, I missed that match actually completely. Well, we're gonna we'll talk about it a bit. The thing with the cruiserweight stuff is we don't. I don't think any of us out of the follow three of us follow the cruiserweight the, stuff because it's still is it still only on the network? It's on the network on Tuesday nights, I believe. But I haven't watched an episode of Two Hundred Five Live in a long time. Right. Yeah, I just want to say this is a clear case of a thing with wrestling where. Match quality, the quality of the wrestlers and how talented they are is through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah. But I just don't give a fuck because I just don't... Like, you were talking about NXT Fiend earlier and how those personalities and those characters, you just latch on to them and you're invested in them. That's what's missing for me with 205 Live. Even if I watched it, there's it's just a sport. It's just them wrestling each other really well. It's very exciting. I saw stuff in that Cruiserweight match that reminded me of the Cruiserweight Classic that blew me away, but I don't care about Tony Nese, and I don't really care about uh, Buddy Murphy either. Right. So that's my problem, and it's it's kind of on me, I guess, for not really following yeah. well, that. Well, I'm but. in agreement with that. The match, because when it was happening at first, it was like 4.30. Right. I had just gotten off work just a little yeah, bit ago, and we were food. setting up for the party, so I kinda, it kind of was on, and I would kind of see a few things here and there, but I did rewatch it, and one of the first things I noticed, obviously, is because people are still pouring into the arena. Right. The crowd reaction was is pretty poor, which is sad to see. But it's also people are still coming in, yeah. probably not really watching. And like you said, you know what it reminded like, me of? Kalisto and Ryback. Oh, from yeah, that right. good great yeah. match. But people don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah, like, but so that was one of the first things. There were like a few main, as far as like spots in the match that really stood out to me is. Uh, Murphy did like a gut buster, you know, mm-hmm. where you drop him over and land sure, on your yeah. knee. He did that, but on the turnbuckle, which uh, is pretty that. nasty. I had never seen that before. That was like, nasty. Literally ever. That and I then do remember the, that. another cool spot from Tony Nese, which uh, I thought was pretty sweet, was Murphy was like hung up in the ropes, kind of like uh, like how Orton does his draping DDT, but he was facing the other way. And then mm-hmm. Tony Nese did a moonsault onto him like that, which was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty well. unique. It's like they the cruiserweights are really good about innovating things, right. which yeah. is kind of yeah, like... Like, funny. this was one of one of the best matches of the night. It's just the whole thing of... It's just yeah. that pre-show thing where it's really? like, it's hard to... Like, I, wa- I was making food, you know, so... Yeah. yeah. No. Buddy Murphy did get busted open on. I, I did eye. notice that. Yeah, I didn't catch what did. Blood it. always makes wrestling better. Yeah. I don't know if you don't want people to get hurt, but it always just adds like some drama to the match. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. exactly the like eyes, cheekbones, lips, like your mouth. That always seems to get busted open, and it's yeah. like it, when it happens, you're like, ah, that sucks. But you're also kind of like, add something. Yeah, something badass. Though. The physicality. Exactly. It makes them look badass, and it shows like how hard they're like kicking ass. In yeah. There, yeah. You know, so. And Aiden English on commentary, this was the first time I've heard him commentate, and I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, other than sounding I'm, like Kermit the Frog. That's I mean, true, he's, he does sound like he's Kermit fucking, the Frog. He is so... Per, he is <laughs> I never the, thought about that. Oh, my god! I just feel bad for the dude, because I loved him, his wrestling and his character, and it just... Yeah, I hope he's not done wrestling. This is the wrestling problem cause... with WWE, but... But no, it was good, uh, but we also had a women's battle royal. Didn't like this one bit, really. Oh, yeah. What's there kinda, to like? Is the, yeah. Here's my thing. It was kind of... Eh. Yeah, I mean that sums it up, and it's probably like the best. They come in. I and forgot. Yeah, who who was in the ring in the end when Carmella like snuck in? It was like, so. Yeah, yeah, let's go it, through it step by step because that was my big yeah. problem with it. Is if someone else had won, it I might be. Hate that so when, like, as far as yeah, I noticed, there were Candice LeRae and Kyrie Sane from NXT were in. Cool, right? But the only people I'm just saying I did notice yeah. they were kind of the surprises or whatever. Right, right, right. The only 
my thing is, it's cool that you give some people entrances, but you have all of them come out, then you have Naomi and then Asuka get an entrance. Doesn't it feel a little weird when only, That's like, because those are the only two women other than maybe Mandy and Sonia who all year have even, like, had anything that, of a push. And it's also because Asuka and Naomi were kind of, like, friends, too. Yeah. I was going to say, my favorite thing about this match was just seeing all their gear, because they do cool things, yeah. you know? Cause it's not really always, fair yeah. to them to... And this also brings me back to my one, literally my one booking complaint, if we aren't going to talk about one other that we'll get to eventually. My one fucking booking complaint is that they ruined Asuka's chance for a single, not even a singles match, but just a match on the main card, like holding the title, the SmackDown title. Oh, they, yeah, no kidding. They, she was like, thrown she, in. She just lost to Charlotte and... Exactly. Just for Oscar was yeah. the sacrificial lamb for the main event, women's main event. Yeah. And I just feel like it's really shitty and it, it stood out like it stood out like a sore thumb to me. Oh yeah. It was like this doesn't this is she's not in the right spot. At yeah, Asuka in that match worked her ass did not all. feel like she was just the SmackDown women's champion. Oh god, no. At all. And she another lost. thing is I didn't even realize it until the commentary said her name. Ember Moon returned in this match with no fanfare, fanfare no, yeah. just a complete unceremonious oh, return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been a big moment. They're like, doing my girl Ember what? real dirty. Why even, like, put her in, why even bring her back in that match if she's not going to win or do anything, you know? She I, would. She should have fucking won, really. That's yeah, a way agree. to bring someone back. It's kind of like when you want to just make... You don't talk about her because then when she wins, it's exciting. Yeah. But they I've, didn't do that. I so feel like they lose pretty quick, too. Yeah. She didn't really yeah. do much of anything. She did jack shit. The crowd was hot for Dana Brooke, though. Mm. They were. Hell yeah. She was. Fiends, she Fiends was the most. Dana. She was the most over in that match. I honestly think she got quite a few eliminations. They were Dana she got a few chance. eliminations. The crowd was yeah. was behind her, and then yeah, it came down to yeah. She's awesome. I I think she has I do tons like of potential. Too. It's I like just a matter too. of what they do with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it came down to Asuka, Sonya Deville, and Sarah Logan, and then Carmella was on the outside. It looked like Sarah Logan won, which was kind of neat because it's like, oh, what kind of a surprise That's here. So then Carmella comes in and wins. And someone pointed they out... They did it two years in a they row! They did the same finish two years in a row! What the hell ever? Wait, it was baby the same bases. finish? It was the same fucking thing. Someone and it's a heelish elim- thing to do. Someone wasn't eliminated and they come in and win. It's just... For anyone yeah. who doesn't follow I wrestling... I hate that shit. When a bad guy... It bothers... It just bothers... It's like... Oh my god, it's like... Come on. Like, and Carmella's a face! That's what we're saying. Eliminating... Like, when you... Uh, coming in and stealing the victory at the end is not a very good guy thing to do. It's right. quite a shitty bait. Right. Like not well, so maybe she's gonna turn. I don't know. Like, but she already was that. Like yeah, I, easily I, least favorite match of the night. Yeah, it's, I, I could have done without this at all. And it's nothing against the hey, competitors. Hey, Brooklyn it just one, was pointless. I would have been like, what? Literally, here's my thing. Literally, anyone but uh, Carmella would have yeah. been fine. Moving on, we had the the revival. Yeah, Raw tag team titles versus. Oh, Jobber boys, yeah. Kurt Hawkins and Zach. I hate Ryder. that. That I, I wish I was more hyped. I wish I was on the main card. You were actually well. That's the thing. Like I some mean, people like, actually just like just the titles because it's the titles, yeah. right? Like that's the problem. Is the titles have been kind of treated like dog shit. So uh, and the revival are probably top three. You know, tag teams like as Definitely. far as talent and skill goes. You know, I thought the match would have been cool. Like. It was good. It just it was, it was good. A good. It was yeah. a good match. It got time, which was cool, but. If they gave this some damn build, it could have been a lot better. It was thrown yeah, together it, it, the last time. It was announced. Wasn't it, it was like announced two ha- weeks ago? Like No, it was announced no, days before the event. Oh, it's like, okay. how about on Raw? Together, yeah. Why didn't you just even have a segment where I they it was challenged like the week them? Before have, or like the week of. They announced it that week. Just have yeah. even a segment where Hawkins and Ryder just go up and they're like, 
we want to challenge you. And Revival, like, laugh it off. Like, obviously we're going to beat you because you're on a losing streak and they accept. That would have at least had some form of build. This right. felt like the Zack Ryder thing with the IC title all over again. No build, just no... Just kind of like... going to lose it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, who knows how did long... Did they ago. lose it? They, they did not lose it, lose it on Raw, so... Surprising, actually. They made it made it past that, but yeah, it kind of felt Does just Zach like... Did get the, the pin this time? Or it, was Cur- it was Curtis. I, I think, Cur- I think Curtis. Hawkins... <laughs> I, Curtis. Curtis. I think no, Hawkins I'm thinking Curtis Axel. Yeah. Um, but it was a good match, and the fact that it got time... It was good, and if, if it weren't on the pre-show, it probably wouldn't have gotten that time, but I think with a little bit of build, would have been much better. Right. But then we had the classic, the now standard Andre Memorial Battle Royal, which has been oh, proven yeah. time and time again to oh, make some yeah. real winners. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those past winners. If I were, if I were told I'm going to win the Andre, I think at this point I'd probably be like, no. Pick somebody else, you. please. Yeah, because, right. I mean, we had our boy Cesaro. Although, I mean, for this one, I felt... Finally, they should. He should have won. I agree. Braun winning Braun is the right guy won. for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like he should have won it. Like, not maybe he not won the it first two years row. ago. Yeah, when he, whenever he came up, you know. And also, it's if a little, that was the first one. Cool. Like, it's a little too little too late with Braun right. too, because it's like who ca- like he should have probably been winning tight like more titles and stuff. This is kind of like a uh, kind of a pointless thing, you know. It doesn't right. we've been shown that it doesn't really mean a whole lot, but right. I will say Braun looked fucking shredded as hell. He looked oh, scary. Yeah. Came out without a shirt and it was like he just wanted to show off that jacked I don't blame him because he cut shit. some weight. But how did you guys feel about the involvement of the uh weekend SNL update guys? guys? I thought it was fine. It, uh it was uh I just know some people. I thought it was it was fine. It was funny, you know, the way they yeah. at the end hiding under the ring was a great thing, yeah. and they posted a video of them under. Actually, that oh, was really they did. that funny. was really fucking was funny. It like a live thing too. Yeah, so there's funny. Oh, I didn't see that. That was really good, that. and it's hilarious because you can see the ring just like bending, like, <laughs> and every time someone doesn't move, they're just like, oh, oh, oh. I'll like, have to no. go back and check that out. Yeah, you should. It's, it's totally worth watching, and they literally there's a part where. Um, they're like, how long is this match anyway? Like, are we going to, like, they're kind of like trying to, oh, it's like, when should we get out from under <laughs> the ring? And these are all things I think about when I watch yeah. these matches when someone's under the ring. And they're like, I don't know, maybe when it's quiet, that means there's only one person left. And then we just go in there and eliminate them. Like, it was pretty funny. So do they have like a thing when they go in or like, I don't know how they knew. Like, I don't know how they script that stuff or how they plan it. Right. I just thought it was really funny that they were like making jokes that were like actually legit funny, but didn't necessarily right. break the, kayfabe and immersion right. yeah. but it was just really fun I thought they were very respectful to what pro wrestling is they were funny right. I kind of wish that that hadn't been the end of the match is my only thing I thought it would have been better if maybe yeah. they got eliminated hey, another, hey uh, we're coming in to destroy you and he just throws them over exactly the like if they had come in like before cause I think if you're gonna make these matches these bo- battle royals the memorial things feel important which I think they kind of want them to Maybe you should actually have people that matter at the end. You know, like we could have had Andrade and yeah. uh, an Ali. Yeah, it could stick even around. set up like a storyline. Wanted to or a storyline of some sort. Yeah, but nothing really came out of it. I, mentioning will, those yeah. guys, they were involved in some of the. Oh my god! In, that in my spot. opinion, the two besides the finish, two of my most memorable spots. For one, Grim. Luke Harper returned in this. Give us the recap. So Luke Harper returned oh, in the match. Yeah. Another unceremonious thing. It was cool, though. He had a moment yeah. with Braun. Where yeah, they, they had a stare down. Yeah. Luke Harper and Braun, nice. which was awesome. Light reunion. So EC3 was eliminated within 13, or 30 seconds. What was the point of even calling him up? I, I don't know. 
I don't know. You're asking the wrong people. <laughs> Andrade had a badass elimination to uh, to Kalisto, but he eliminated himself too. That, he did like yeah. a hurricane oh, run, yeah. which was actually pretty cool. Was that supposed to happen? I think, think it was. was. Okay. He, but on commentary, they tried to make sense of it, and they were just like, he was just Well, one of the commentators up. was like, he's an idiot. <laughs> exactly. J- yeah. Uh, like, yeah. JBL, of all people, tried to uh, justify yeah. it. But anyway. So that was a, a cool spot. And yeah. then... Yeah, oh, Harper no. went for a, a suplex to Ali to was, eliminate him. Then Braun boots Harper. They uh, Harper and Ali both go out of the ring. Mid suplex, holding yeah, him in up. the suplex, and, oh, and yeah, Ali about that. nails oh, his God. like nails his head on the well, table. What he gets his neck landed on the yeah. out to the outside, yeah, then bounces shit. up and almost pretty like you just said, busts his face, almost busts his yeah. face. Like I know that was probably their idea to do that spot, but holy fucking shit, that was some scary shit. Like shit, that I watched that and literally screamed because I was like, "That is the kind of shit that where people just like get really badly injured and their faces busted open." Shit, yeah, that was brutal. Braun trying to lift the trophy too, and it like made it's like this dude flips ambulances. Yeah, seriously, and he's having a trouble with this fucking trophy. I get that the trophy's legit fucking heavy as hell, but it like just kind of. He's just, oh, oh, yeah. it's like, it kind of just ruins the whole, like, mystique, you know? Yeah, I'd say, I'm just not really a fan funny. of Battle Royals too much, as it is, but I think Braun winning was... Right call. Was, was a good call. Now that we're out of that... Uh, the kickoff. So, what did you guys think of, like, the intro packages for the actual main show? Like, the little video thing? I, I really digged it. I thought it yeah. was awesome. They're usually pretty cool, but I liked the um, visuals. They actually kind of reminded me of NXT. How? Uh, oh yeah, that was oh, badass yeah. with, with the LED lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. I'm trying to think like past WrestleManias. Like, can you think of any off the top of your head that like stuck with you? Because I there. Oh, the jazz thing in thirty. I yeah. guess because that was memorable. One of them like, had. Uh, it's like, didn't one of them have LL Cool J or something? That was last year, maybe. Or or something? Was it really that long ago? This is the rest. This is the wrestling uh, effect where you're like, you think something happened like last year, and it was like four. Yeah, years I don't ago. know. There was one with him, but honestly, there's been some cool ones, but they're just not all coming. I was just curious. okay. The one yeah. one of them does WrestleMania 20, the where it all begins again. I do remember that one. This, I thought this one was cool. It was yeah. cool. Uh, I thought the visually it was pretty exciting. It kind of got me hyped up. Um, it was it did and it did remind me of kind of like the NXT promo stuff I really like. Mm. Um, the first segment, so Alexa comes out and she's the host. Which apparently, oh, when you yeah. become the host of WrestleMania, you can just book the whole fucking yeah, you can do show. whatever that yeah, you want. She's just like whatever. She's like, but she literally is like, I'm gonna snap my fingers and a moment's gonna happen. What did you think? Who did you think? What did you think would happen when she did? Well, it? I had no idea. Okay, I just was curious because. I ha- I didn't I- know what to expect. I was like, well, when Hogan came out, it actually still surprised me. I don't know yeah, why. I, no, yeah, I I'm trying to remember at the moment. Hogan I didn't know at all. Now. Okay, I, I just was curious if you guys thought it was going to be like something specific, but no. But yeah, so Hog- Hogan comes out. They have a little pose off. It's nice, and then Heyman. This is when things got exciting to me. Yeah, yeah. Heyman just Heyman goes, and you brought it up. Yeah, Fiend brought it up. So like, he comes out and he fucking walrus waltz is all the way down <laughs> to the ring and is like. I'm going to bring, or my client just wants to go on first. Has that, he's like, he's like, you guys don't care about my client anymore being the main event. He's like, let's just do it right now. Get he wants with, to get yeah. it over with and get, get well, out of here with Did you notice money? the like, reference whatever. to UFC? He's like, we're going to Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. What, has that, has Brock Lesnar ever like opened a show before like that? Well, I the one so. I could remember was the Royal Rumble of 2002 or three. It would have been three. He had to, 
Wrestle Big Show, and whoever won got the shot, a spot in the Royal Rumble later okay. in the night, and he won that. So match. that's because they that's like to the get only the time way. I can remember I him being first. But that was pre like. But that was fucking yeah. That was the Universal title. I like, right, what? Right. I was completely. But that was awesome. Shocked. That was like. Basically, those two main events, like, they opened the show with fucking boom, main event, like, right. here we go, like, yeah. get the party like, started, like, and, that's and it hyped, hyped me up, too, like, I was like, what, like, that was the insane. one thing I said before when we were doing our predictions thing was they gotta put one, there's three big, like, you know, ex- exciting main, almost right. like, equal main event yeah. matches. They need to do one at the beginning, one at the middle, and one at the end, and they literally and did that. I, and I thought they might have, but I thought it would have been Kofi and Brian. Not, sure, I didn't yeah. think there was any chance in hell Brock, they were putting yeah. Brock on mm-hmm. first. And they did, and it was super exciting. Like, that hyped me up big time. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, before the match even starts, Lesnar just kills Rollins, which was... It almost didn't feel... The match didn't feel like a match. It almost felt just like... You know what I mean? It almost just well, felt like it really a segment. Wasn't, like it wasn't. No, mean, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. So, basically, the match was, yeah, that. Then Rollins takes some suplexes. R- ref gets knocked down. Low blow, oh, yeah. three cups oh, yeah. off, and it's over. But... I gotta say, he fucking low blows him. Yeah, I will take. That's the key. Yeah, Lesnar's, Lesnar's, Lesnar's weakness. one weakness is his peen. Yeah, mm-hmm. the peen. So of if beast. you're ever in a match with Brock Lesnar, beast, you peen. know what to do. But I gotta say, I will take these short, super fast, uh, action packed, like yeah. him and Goldberg at 33, like oh, under five minute, like fast paced, just finisher fest almost for Lesnar matches. Yeah. They are so fun and exciting right, to watch. I would much rather watch that than a well, 10 plus minute it's of like, suplex city. It's like, like releasing a wild bull in a, not a wild bull, but it's like releasing a bull in like a grocery store and just watching it go insane. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what these matches yeah, feel it, like. It's it over fun. in five minutes. It was crazy. It's, like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything's like destroyed. Things. <laughs> exactly. It's like a mess and that's what, it's glorious chaos right. and it was a perfect thing to start the show off. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we have to say after Rollins won, he did his, he did his the spin, spin, the hardcore. Yeah, Seth Rollins' like uh, gimmick used to be, I'm a hardcore scene kid. So, of course, he's like, every time he wins a title, he does a cool, Gotta like... Gotta spin the title around his yeah. head, which... Hey, it's cool. I, I mean... I'm so glad he did I, it, though. Yeah, no, he if he never... If he ever doesn't do it, it's like a huge disservice. I think it's legacy. like when he wins the title for the first time. Yeah, it's title. when he wins yeah, it definitely. for the first time, yep. So. Then, after the Universal title... Moving into Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, which you were talking earlier about the like uh, graphic effects they were doing, you know, oh, and how yeah. you thought they looked cool. This one, I thought they they looked cool on this one. Like AJ, yeah, because like, when they zoomed in, it didn't look like it was made of like literally pixels. You, it looked it looked good. Kind of looked and, like it fit on the stage almost. Like yeah, know, and I thought AJ's thing where it said phenomenal that he like walked pretty cool. I thought that's that, what I was talking. That about. was the one match that I was like, yeah. okay, those actually looked. Well, pretty the, neat. The snakes on the stage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those actually looked good for once, because yeah. remember the fucking what sperm was the one, sperm? The, the one that was just, like, swiggling down? That yeah. was the sperm. Yeah. Snake, what was that, that was 33. 33, you yep. said? Yeah. Well, the problem was that they tried to do with that one. The problem there were like three problems with that. One, I think a guy was controlling it on a, com- a keyboard, like trying to keep playing up. an old nineties oh, game, yeah. like like www. <laughs> right. Keep going, oh shit! But also, they tried to do a perspective thing where the snake wasn't like full length. It was like you were looking at it from the front, so it oh, literally looked yeah. like a sperm because it had a big head and like a yeah. little tail. That's a dark time for. I think even Orton was like, "This is not yeah. good." Yeah. Orton had his golden shower on the side of the stage. Hell yeah, cool. that was cool. Yeah. Uh, another notable I thing, I didn't realize it until you know people on Twitter talking about it. But the, this was the one where the lights were really bad. The crowd couldn't actually see a lot of the match because oh, of the really? really bright lights. But, but how will we enjoy the show if the audience isn't yellow and red? 
Yeah. I mean, like, I, how can I enjoy my wrestling if I don't see all these people bathed in crimson light? I will say it looked pretty, but, like, just to spend, like, hundreds of dollars on a ticket and have, like, a spotlight yeah, shining that, in your yeah. eyes. Right. Oh, my God. Fuck that. The match was good. It was fine. No, it was actually... It was really good. Uh, Really cool, and some of my... It sucks my the f- crowd wasn't into it, though, yeah. because they were all focused on the light thing. Like, yeah, because the crowd the, was was yeah. booing the lights and stuff, so... Imagine being a wrestler... reacting to the, cr- to the match, they were reacting to the lights. But imagine being, like, AJ or something, right? Okay, I'm just, like... Imagine being AJ, and you're, like, doing your babyface shtick and doing all this stuff, and the crowd's just booing. Like, I just can't <laughs> imagine how... It'd be like playing a, like being a musician and playing a song, and people are just, like... There's a fight going on at the back of the bar, and people are yelling. Just reacting stuff. to that. I mean, it would just be yeah. distracting. I just don't know how they deal with that shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, they teased the, you know, the RKO, or the Phenomenal Forum into the RKO, oh, yeah. because he hit it on SmackDown. So this learned, time he had yeah. it scouted. Yep. Orton tried to do an Classic RKO version. off the top rope, which would have been pretty badass, but cool, AJ yeah. got out of it. And then mm-hmm. I thought the finish was pretty pretty cool. So AJ does a phenomenal for him to the outside. They get back in. Right. Then he goes for another one. He hops up on the ropes. Orton tries to RKO him while he's up on the ropes. Right. He counters, then he hits the forearm. I thought that was a pretty cool, yeah. smooth finish. Mm-hmm. The thing was that their movesets just are like a puzzle piece. It's just like, boom, like they interlock. Yeah. Like, right. Everything that Orton does fits perfectly with everything AJ does. Right. Yeah. Another thing I thought was, was cool about match. this. I like that one. Yeah, it was a very good match. Uh, th- that's the thing is like most of the matches were like pretty damn solid. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, another general thing about the show I thought was cool that you brought up, Grim, was that they had like guest commentators for like yeah. almost every single match. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It made it more interesting. Like they brought Lawler out for that one. Yeah, th- I mean, I don't remember who for everybody, but you know, they had no, Paige, they had uh, JBL, they had Booker T, Jerry Lawler. They had a lot of different people. Keeps which, your commentators fresh too. Well, it, yeah. yeah, it gives the other commentators a, a pee break, a rest. Oh, you know, shit. instead of going those the whole guys time. would be pissing their pants if they didn't switch because it's like it was literally seven yeah, hours no with shit, the free. Yeah. Like if they weren't switching out, like you're wearing a fucking diaper because like you've got a pee bottle. Like so. yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like with the, the little camera's not on you, you're going catheter to catheter it up. Because like, well, I was gonna say I have to pee like every half hour. I don't know how the fuck I deal yeah, with that. Like you right. just don't drink water for a day beforehand. Right. I mean, it's insane. Like yeah. how that's another thing to think about is just like how fucking worn out they get and have yeah, to sit it's through that insane. The SmackDown tag team title match was amazing. This was one of my favorite matches to watch. Just hype the Fatal Four Way. This oh, yeah. okay. This back to the awesome. set and the entrances. I think. Honestly, Ricochet's entrance, I think, looked the coolest His, on this yeah, set. For sure. Okay. The way it just... One, if you go back and rewatch it, I just thought it looked so badass. Well, His big Ricochet with the... the black and white and, like, it, oh, yeah. it just looked badass. Yeah. I one really counterpoint to that, the, the all the screen effects looked amazing. Yeah. But one problem with that setup was that normally his cool laser light, oh, good. Um, normally it's only oh, about two yeah. feet ab- above him, so you get this really awesome effect where the light is it's super bright because it's not traveling very far and it goes through the fog the problem when you're on a big stage and this was a problem with alistair as well is the fog and everything just disperses immediately and also the lights exactly and then also the light was like 40 feet above him so it doesn't so really have that same You don't effect. see the circular lasers. But you're right. Everything else looked fucking sweet. His graphics and stuff, I just yeah. thought really The problem good. was just he didn't have his cool, uh, yeah, like, circle thing. laser thing. I don't even know how to right. get the cone around him. Yeah, like, the cone, yeah. Where he's going like this. Like, it was just too high above him. But I, I do think, like, that was the... Everyone having special graphics and everyone having little tweaks and stuff to their entrances, like, mm. makes it feel like a big deal, you know? Mm. Right. Yeah, the match was killer. Um, yeah, fast-paced... Really, uh, 
some exciting spots, especially between with Ricochet and Cesaro. Like, oh my god, I yeah. don't know what you call it exactly. He spun but him for oh, oh my god, spun, but before that, Ricochet did like a big old. He like oh, spun, yeah, that was like, awesome. flipped around him for like. Ten seconds. We call that good lucha things. Yeah, good yeah. lucha thing. And then yeah, obviously, Cesaro, that was just that, amazing. I timed it just Cesaro. to describe this to listeners who might not know. Like basically, you know, luchadors. If you've ever seen any kind of lucha stuff, every once in a while you have like a, a little dude, and he's just like somehow it's like a magnet. It's like a magnet stuck to someone, and they just, just are spinning around, around their body. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really know how they're staying on their body because it kind of just looks like something orbiting yeah. a person. That lasted for like 15 seconds of him just going around Cesaro. Did you said you timed it? Well, I, I timed Cesaro's oh, okay. swing. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was doing the swing while so a little Cesar- up for shame is yeah. he was doing the 10 beats of the Bowerin or whatever. Ball he beats on his opponent. To like yeah. every other opponent yeah, at the same time. A- Cesaro swung Ricochet for 45 seconds. Holy shit. That's insane. I think... How many times is that? Oh, count? I don't know. I didn't count, but well, I... If you d- I'd probably be it. like... It'd probably be like 30 times because it's not like a full second right. per. But like that's I wonder what his record is. I think that might be it. That's got to be. It has to be. That shit. was so long. That was crazy. I've never seen it be that long. And also, it's like, obviously, the person taking it is getting swung. He grabs their feet and spins in a circle, you know, like yeah, staying. No shit. But, like, Ricochet, like, his head probably, like, all the blood. blood right. head. Like, I couldn't even imagine after that. I would just be like. Dude, I can't ride. I can't ride like car or uh, like fair rides, like right. because I. Get I would vomit. So I would just so puke bad, all like... over while he's spinning me. It would get all over the opponents. It would be so gross. That could be like, yeah, and then it gets, and then Vince is like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I'd get a push. <laughs> exactly, I'd get a push. But I, <laughs> I got a puke. Yeah, an, an epic Tower Watch of Doom out, spot. He's got there's a yeah. Tower of Doom spot, you know, with everybody basically right. except Alistair Black. So great oh, match. Awesome. I don't know if you guys yeah. have anything else to say about it, but yeah. that was, was one of my no, fa- one of my favorites really of the I night. I really enjoyed it. So Miz and Shane falls count anywhere. This this oh match man. this match was, this match was amazing. This was pretty much one of the favorite matches. Of After the night. this, it was like I I was like that was fucking. Sick. This was the most fun to watch of the night. Exactly, I, I agree. Yeah, like sure. this was just. Fun. This is what everybody. This is when you talk about objective entertainment of wrestling. Like when you're like, wrestling is fun to watch because they fucking break their bodies going through tables and shit. Like this is the match you point to. I can't think of another match like this that was like. I guess you could call it hardcore. uh, Falls count anywhere. uh, Last man standing. All those types of matches that take place outside the ring and involve crazy shit. This is the most fun I've ever seen. Literally ever that I can think of. Yeah, uh, when Shane was doing his entrance, I thought it was kind of funny. Him restart—he restarted his entrance like three times. Yeah, that's which good. Is pretty funny. That's some good classic heel yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, wait. When well, he that? came. He came out the about guy. halfway he down. He's doing this bit he's, where he's just yeah. like the great no, no, no. Greg Hamilton, the announcer, who's incredible. He's by like the, way. the best. He's they got. like. He wants him to call him like best in the world and say it with like gusto. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah, So he yeah, restarts. Yeah. Then he gets yeah, in the yeah, ring. Right. And, yeah, well, the yeah, reason I, I thought it was so funny yeah. is just how his music starts. Here comes the money, like right yeah. over and over. Well, it helps that his music is super trollish. Well, that's why it's right. hilarious. I was just I thought that was funny. Here and we then, go. <laughs> I gotta say, during the match, Papa Miz getting involved. That was great because it was George. Yeah, George getting in there. <laughs> so funny. That, I kind of wish he got a hit on Shane, but did he actually get a hit on Shane? No, I don't think he did because he was squaring up and Shane was like. Okay, here Shane we go. And like then he showed him how to yeah. put his fists up and stuff. But yeah, uh, kudos to his dad for making an ass of himself. Like seriously, right. we if you just look at like the biggest goof, basically. you know, he did not yeah, want to do any of the stuff. Yeah, you know, right. so kudos MVP George. Right. Yeah, that added yeah. a lot. And 
They actually use the false count anywhere stipulation well. You know, sometimes there's yeah, a match shit. with a stipulation and it doesn't mean shit. Like that no DQ match like in NXT. Match almost, like. This time they they had stuff in the ring, you know, but they went everywhere. They yeah. went through the crowd. No, they, they got their money's shit. worth. Like, they, like, yeah. Well, they, the fucking Indian, I mean, like. Well, yeah, they climbed up that scaffolding, which actually I said while we were watching, it made me think of uh, WrestleMania 17, Triple H and Undertaker yep. kind of climbed up it's on almost, some scaffolding. It almost looked exactly oh, yeah. the same. The yeah, platform, like that. Yeah. Um, one time, Shane gets knocked o- over a barricade, and he lands on some. He lands on the top of a golf cart, and then oh falls. My, like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh man!" Because like, what was supposed to happen? I think he was well, supposed to land maybe on the golf cart and not. He slid fall though. Off. He, he slid, slid off. Like, he like, like bounced right off of it. Like I was like, "Oh my god!" But if you notice when Shane did that, I I agree. I think he was supposed to maybe land there and then and then roll off. But like, yeah. But if you watch he him, like, he launches himself so far. There's he no way. Down. Yeah. He that could have been really. And it bad. was like slipper. That's why I'm wondering if maybe he did mean to go all the way to the floor, flat back bump, but he lands on the top to kind of cushion it, you know, like kind of like slide into it. But either way, it, works. it looked right. fucking gnarly. Like yeah. I was, I I literally was like, that was, I was not disgusted. I was like into it, but I was just like, that was scary. Cause like, yeah. holy fucking shit. Like putting your, putting your, your skull on the line. Like yeah. Shit. Literally. Yeah. And then the finish, obviously was awesome that superplex from the top of that scaffolding oh, yeah uh so uh and the finish let's well, talk about like how what it happened did, immediately how, after yeah well, how shane ended up well, winning shane ends up winning win yeah because it was miz that did the super miz was on the bottom yeah shane just happened to kind of land on was, top in the pile yeah so like. i understand yeah you know obviously uh there's got to be some heel wins here and if this is one of the no, One of the heel moves we have to get. Right. It was well, a good way to cool. do it. It didn't I mean, make, it didn't make Miz yeah. look weak at all because no. he did the damn move, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that uh, was like Shane got lucky. loved it. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that because I actually said in the predictions that we had, I was like, I think that Miz will win, but it'll be one of those things where they he jumps up. I thought I just didn't imagine them coming down together. Yeah. Right. But I figured it would be one of those things where maybe Miz steps out of the way, Shane hits the ground, and then they're both down and he just rolls on top of him or something. But that, yeah, that, that was almost like masterful. That was like exactly right. how yeah. you do it. Great mm-hmm. ending. Good way to have Shane win, but Miz not look like a, like a bitch, you know? Right. I give it to five stars. Women's tag team title match. Oh uh, man. It was, it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Ba- Bailey on her entrance, her, uh, her Bailey buddies. Uh, that was sad. Only, really only like three sad, of them yeah. came up. It was, was a total really malfunction. The camera like... even only tried to show one side because yeah. the other ones just were like. I will say <laughs> though, kudos to Bailey though. She just like it. Show, I noticed her. She pointed out and she's like, "Well, what can you do?" And then yeah. she just kept walking. It was yeah. just really funny. Like, yeah. and also uh, as as and my babes. Natalia oh, yeah, and Beth, man. like what? Diva's a doom. And they were bad. I, I thought they were, had a chance in this one because, like, the no, whole Bret Hart yeah. with yeah, Bret did come well, out. If you remember when we were watching it together, I'm like, they're winning because Bret Hart's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. We're like, what? Like, but he didn't come to like, the oh, ring. Oh snap! Is happening. Like, he didn't come to the ring though. But also, um, the Iconics came out with a very their gear cool was look. amazing. Yeah, that was cool. So that was definitely either Maleficent and her like little crow boy. Yeah. yeah, Billy it, was definitely I thought Maleficent, it was Maleficent, but I didn't know. I thought, the only other thing when, I saw, when I saw it, I, I was Billy like, oh, was Maleficent. Maleficent but sure. I didn't but know then Maleficent. she has like a crow in the movie. Oh, you right, know, she yeah, had yeah. like a little servant. So that's what that they were probably going it, for. Yeah. The only other thing was maybe uh, Rita Repulsa and Goldar from... But, oh, yeah. But, from, but she didn't have the outfit because, right, you know, yeah, Goldar yeah, is yeah. like a big like monkey with like crow wings or whatever. But anyway, yeah, they looked... 
Awesome, and she yeah, had the Eddie Guerrero cool. tights. Yeah, yeah she yeah, yeah sure. she was wearing the Eddie gear, and I was just joking. Sasha's probably like, "You bitch, that's my thing. Only right. I get to wear. Yeah, take my title. Only and I get to wear. Right. Yeah. Only I get to wear uh, Eddie gear. Yeah, um, that's my so dad. I would say that Natalia and Beth looked like the most badasses in this yeah. match. Natalia they did actually it. fucking Beth at the end. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, Natalia yeah. did a badass spinning power bomb. Oh, that was cool. She too. spun yeah. around like that was six times. That was or amazing. It was crazy. Uh, and then Beth, obviously, a top rope glam slam was a, was yeah, amazing. Top rope glam slam was badass. But I do got to give credits. Obviously, the Iconics won, <sighs> but they had some pretty sweet tandem moves in the match. Like Bullshit. they they look like a, a tight tag team. You know, they're one of the Beth only. Beth and Natalia went from them. I don't care. I mean, I don't, I, I, are they done teaming? That's I don't know if Beth, if that was it for Beth or oh, if she's going to be, be around. But she looked amazing. They should right. stick around and do a program. But I think, to Grimm's point, I think the Iconics are one of the only teams that they've been a team literally since they started wrestling right, no shit, for, yeah. like, what, 15 years, they said? Yeah, so that's like fucking that. crazy. So they oh, are, like... Really? Even, like, through... Oz, yeah, their Aussie wrestling school and everything. Like, they they tag team. Like, well, I guess they went to school together, so they might not have been teaming formally the whole time, but, like, in real life, they were, like, a tag friend, team. Yeah. So it's, like, one of those things where they're, like, the legit, probably best option. I guess my thing is, like, I kind of would have rather them been the inaugural champs and then Sasha and Bailey win it at Mania. But then it's too many face things, I guess. But I don't really have any complaints about this. It was an mm-hmm. awesome match. I thought it was, was, really, awesome thought it was a really good match. Surprise finish, for sure. I didn't think that Iconics would actually win. Slam, I was like, oh, that's over. Right. And then there came in and was just like, nope. And that was perfect, too, because they're the way, like, like little <laughs> they're little weasels. That, right. And this is, I guess, the only <laughs> other down thing about it is that... Um, you know, we were kind of hyped for Sasha and Bailey to have a long reign where they go around all the divisions and have put on good matches. Obviously, they won't get to go to NXT and put on any matches there, but I think it's a small price to pay to have the Iconics like holding a title and le- like now it's legitimizing them more. So yeah, right, for sure. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like after the Iconics won the titles, you know how like after like all the big matches, they zoom out to show the whole stadium, right? And yeah. they do like fireworks and cool stuff and show the thing. I swear to God, go back and watch this. They're they're crying and hugging and they're like putting them over big time on commentary. But it zooms out and you just hear, like I swear, like the commentary is like what a moment or something. And then you just hear like a tiny baby pop, like of like like a boom, like a baby firework. That's all. Yeah, I get. nothing visible though. <laughs> and then it just lingers on that shot, that aerial helicopter view or drone view for twenty seconds. No one's saying anything. I think it was like there was supposed. Were to there be... pyro after that? I don't remember. Not for the iconics. No, like that's why I, it was hilarious. But I felt really bad because I think they were supposed to get like a big like, <laughs> doo, 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 you know, like big explosions and stuff. And Something literally, there's just. Too. I'll show you after this, but there's just like a little. Moving on, the WWE Championship. I mean, this is the match we are all waiting for. I was so rock hard for this Kofi match. Kofi fucking mania. Baby. Yeah. So, however, just up front, I got to say, I don't think I've been as nervous during a wrestling match as I was during this. I have to admit, I when I went back and rewatched, Holy cow, yeah. I was so nervous. Every near fall was like a mini heart attack. And... I almost couldn't, towards the end of the match, I missed all the amazing counters and stuff that Brian was doing and stuff, because I was just so scared. I was like, yeah, 
Well, because you... I can't even well, put in when words. When you watch it, you know you're safe. Exactly, exactly. But You can really enjoy it, but... Like hyperventilating. But yeah, all like, of Brian's offense, you're like, shit, this could be it, this could be the it. Knee. Oh, no. The I knee. Bought, oh my God. I bought it. Oh my I thought it was over. fucking God, that knee. Because no one kicks out of that except, like, maybe two people. Reigns, yeah, I think, right. and maybe yeah. I Cena. Thought it was over. No, Cena didn't even Cena kick out of it. Didn't kick out, no. That shows you just how scary that was. Because that Cena, match was thought, incredible. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, at the peak of his, like... Who would have thought after he'd come back after retiring yeah, and then be ago. better? Right. Better. It's like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, if a year ago you said Dan O'Brien would be WWE champion, wrestling at WrestleMania as a heel. And it's the best Kofi work Kingston. he's ever done. Boy. Yeah, like oh, that's crazy. But yeah, this was the match was the best pure wrestling match of the night. Like To me it was like and this is not to disparage the women that went on in the real main event. To me this was like my personal main event. Sure. Just because I yeah. was so it was the one I was most invested in. I was so in as well. fucking scared. But my problem was like it, I got worked so hard in the match. Like I was so like in thr- like I was so invested in it that I had a hard time analyzing it like a critic or like someone who's oh, just yeah, watching. Sure. I was just actually caught up in the story. Yeah. So it's one of those things like... Which doesn't happen too all often. the time because no. this is one that you're legitimately like, I really want Kofi to win here, but I, I'm i not sure he's gonna. You it know? didn't feel like I was watching a wrestling match so much as I was witnessing a man fight to like right. for his... like liter- it, It's hard to explain, but like when wrestling is like like that... You kind of stop seeing it as wrestling, and it sort of becomes like this weird, quasi, like almost mythology thing where it's like all the moves suddenly it's like, like yeah, you can appreciate what they're doing, but you almost care more about the underlying story than you do about the actual thing, which right. almost never happens for me. No, I can honestly yeah, I know say. what you mean. It was fucking crazy. I was sweating. I was screaming. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, sweating. we were yelling. We were yelling. We were going crazy, especially for this match, and and uh, the crowd. Was the hottest for this match for oh. sure. Well, like, and it also, and this is the thing: one was a story, and two, it was what were we three, four hours in at this point? Yeah, five hours in. Excited. So that's the thing. That's like the, the after this match would be about the length of a normal mania, like in the past, you know. Right. So this is the problem that I think we're gonna reach. We're gonna come to this conclusion. I mean, this that probably so. Just think about how, like, t- like the crowd is like they blow their load during this match, like as far as energy goes. Yeah, and you can feel it. Oh like. yeah. So yeah, some things I noticed: Rowan wearing a badass Romero yeah. shirt. Rowan always has awesome like tie-in shirts, like metal shirts and stuff. Like he also is like a huge uh, horror fan. Yeah. Like he had Tom Savini, the dude who mm-hmm. did like the Bludgeon Brothers masks and oh, stuff. That's right. Really right. Cool. But he also did a lot of the effects for. Um, like, uh, I want to say Day of the Dead. He did, like, a remake of Night of the Living. This is starting to become a horror thing. But either way, Rowan has, like, a big right. tie-in with horror right. and metal. And that's why, that's kind of, like, why I like him. Because he's not an insane wrestler or anything. Yeah. Right. He's also, also really good in that Brian, like, handler. Yeah, it's, or, yeah, uh, it's a good role Peter for role. him. Yeah. yeah. Another thing is when Kofi was making his entrance, uh, I got a little worried because the commentary went, Kofi! Yeah. Kingston, I was like, oh, is okay. he just yeah. Kofi? I will kill somebody if he's just <laughs> Kofi. Well, and that would—that's the thing—is honestly, since I figured Kofi was winning, that's actually really scary because, oh, like, shit. it's like their way of like pushing, like, okay, well, now we're gonna get behind him, so we gotta cut a name yeah, you're off. Just you know? Kofi, I was like, <laughs> shit. God, yeah, that needs to stop sometime soon. Like, please, yeah, let the well, names the, live. Their uh, face wrestlers were watching backstage, which was cool, and it cut to them. But it was so funny seeing like Nikki Cross be like, "Yeah, come on, Kofi, come on, Kofi." I yeah, just felt right. so weird and out of place. So I know. 
Most people didn't catch it. I caught it. I don't know if you guys caught it when you rewatched it or mm-hmm. not. But when Kofi was in the ring, wait, yeah, before Brian came out, when New Day was in the ring, it showed mm-hmm. a shot of where the belt was gonna sit on the table. Right, right, right. But it had the the new belt, or not the new belt, the the original belt, the yeah. old yeah, it was, belt, but yeah. like it's shiny. It so the yeah. new belt, yeah, was, I think it might have been new because it was shiny as fuck. Like, but it was underneath the cloth already, like yeah, on the table, yeah. and like I saw it, and I was like, you well, see the outline of the thing. I was like, well, shit. I was like, I know he's gonna win it. Then it's sitting on the table. Well, like, and that's how I felt to too with the big box. But out. then, like, <laughs> yeah. but then I noticed when Brian came out, he put the title around the other thing, yeah, the other belt, maybe as like. What the fuck? It's like right there, right, like, right. Know? I think they I mean, like commentary did a good job of like because people did like, notice that. But the commentary did a good job of kind of like covering up like the kayfabe inconsistency of like, well, why would they have T-shirts made if uh, right. he was gonna maybe lose? And they were like, they were actually commentary was really good all night. But Corey Graves was like, they're gonna have to. They would have had to ship those to some third world <laughs> yeah. country if Kofi lost because like they right. just printed and they actually showed Brian had like his own shirts made which they're selling but like I just thought it was funny that like they did try to patch that up a bit because yeah for some people like it would be like well the fucking he got shirts made of course he's gonna win but it was kind of like they tried to make it seem like there was a chance he would lose you know but yeah that was my personal match of the night agreed it was just too fucking hype I couldn't yeah but also the same problem was since it was the midpoint of the show I was so hype it was like I was like where do you go from there you know yeah exactly yeah and there were a lot of a lot of cool spots. I'll just touch on one that I thought was really sweet was Top Kofi spot. did a Meteora that got countered by Brian into a Boston Crab. I that thought was, that was pretty yeah. sweet. I mean, I could uh, ra- Too many, really, this. yeah. And the other thing, just the emotion after he won, seeing Big E and Xavier Woods, like, crying and, like, so happy for Kofi was just oh, yeah. really, really put this Well, it was like Xavier's whole top, career you know? goal. Also, I want to shout out to Byron Saxton, who, like, oh, yeah. he was doing this. He was so passionate. I only listened to him afterwards, you know, like, when I rewatched certain segments. But he, this whole Kofi storyline has been, like, MVP of, like, this is, like, he's really the JR of, yeah, like, yeah. of the story, like, nice. putting over the commentary, yeah. you know, and just being, yeah. like, so into it. Yeah, Byron was great. The commentary was great the whole night. And, mm-hmm. yeah, the emotion really added a lot to this already great match. The U.S. title match, I mean, Ray's outfit looked badass. He did. His gear. He looked like an Aztec warrior, and I loved it. This well, was kind of a squash. Well, he looked awesome. He really was. It was. Yeah. It was a minute long. Well, I just looked at his gear, and it had, like, Aztec Aztec. Because I think it got up to oh, okay. something, and then it was over. over. Was like, yeah, I, yeah, I actually... How long was it? It was a minute, basically. A okay. minute 30, or if that. Ray if did that, the honestly, I think well, it was a minute. I can sum it up for you. Ray does a 619. Samoa Joe catches him off the top, and chokes him out. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it made Joe look like a beast. It, it needed to happen. Cool. It'd be cool to see these guys have an actual full match future. sometime. And yeah. I was a little surprised there was no Dominic, but that's really all I have to say yeah. about it. Speaking of looking like a beast. <laughs> yeah, uh, Reigns and McIntyre. So yeah. Drew's entrance was awesome. That was like a special entrance. We actually got yeah. one having the bagpipes and the drums. Oh, I thought yeah. that was cool. There's like a curse, yeah, They did though, that in NXT, like, yeah, and it was yeah. cool that they did it again here. There's a thing with the main roster, though. If you notice, like usually if you get a special entrance, you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that sometimes sometimes yeah. it's not always true, but it's like well, almost seventy percent. Now that actually yeah. is kind of kind of something to think There's about. Something there, yeah. and then Reigns' entrance. I almost rewatching, especially I almost like mm-hmm. l- like laughed watching it because he had 
the most pyro out of oh, anyone definitely. for sure. It felt like if you, I don't know if you guys have really played them, but the old, the wrestling games, you can make your own entrances and you can add pyro Customize at any it. time you want. So, it's like, so <laughs> you can, you know, most wrestlers don't have pyro and, you know, they don't have pyro on the stage and the ramp and in the ring. But if you make your cool, badass creator wrestler, you give yourself all the pyro at every, every point stage, you can. Yeah. That's what Reigns' entrance felt you like. Have, he comes out, he has pyro... He punches the ground. As the, yeah. On the stage. Oh, he has pyro yeah. as he's walking down the ramp. He has pyro as he gets in the ring. I was like, Jesus Christ! Well, it was basically Vince like, he's still the fucking guy. And I think it was also kind of like, they're they're kind of celebrating his like return or whatever. I Here's the thing. The... I personally was of the opinion that Drew should win just because Roman doesn't need to win. But I knew for sure WWE wouldn't have Roman come back from fighting leukemia and and lose a match at WrestleMania. So I got that. It was obvious. My thing, though, that I think I've already noticed is people are already booing Roman again. Well, because and, the you know he returned, it was a good moment, and everybody obviously was happy to see him. But now we're it's, we know we're back to where right. we were. And here's my big thing, and this is my problem with what they're doing. They are trying to weave the leukemia battle into Roman Reigns' character. character. And they gave him, like, the ribbons and all this stuff. Yeah, I don't like... Here's the thing. Everyone was very happy for Joe. Everyone was super happy that Joe came right. back. And they were happy for Joe that he beat leukemia. Definitely. But when you just take a character like Roman, who basically has no character other than that he's really strong and he had his stuff with the shield, and you just take something like, and I had leukemia, and you tag it onto the wrestling character, not Joe, we all love, we love the guy, don't like the character, does it make us like the character now? No, because we know Joe had leukemia, not Roman, (laughs) and they're trying to use, it's this weird thing where it's so transparent that they're trying to have that goodwill that fans have for someone because... Obviously, we don't want anyone to have cancer, and they're trying to vampire leech it, leech like, that obviously goodwill. Obviously, you won't boo this man. He had exactly. cancer. Exactly, and also, and buy his t-shirt, because there's a cancer thing on it. And yeah. It's just, to me, it rings so hollow, and it's not fair to Joe, the guy who plays Roman. Right. It's not fair to Roman. You know right. what I mean? Like, he... At this point, I don't know what you do with Roman. I think it's. I think you gotta just start over. You gotta give him t- they do should, something. They won't. He can't. He was gone, and he could have came back as Joe, like a new man, like be like the guy who everyone loves to see backstage. Who's like he's fun. He thinks on his feet. He's witty. Right, right. He's lovable. He's cool. He's got all. He's like just like a big brother to everybody. But no, he comes back silent badass who's going to kick Drew's ass. And that's like, no one wants to yeah. see that. Right. Like, Which right. he did. Uh, yeah. The match was... Surfing. I thought it was it was not bad. It was fine. But it kind of felt like what you'd see in a Raw main event, you know? Yeah. This um, is the Roman problem. He's a great wrestler, but I it's always the same fucking thing. It's the same... Right. It's formula. Yeah. You know? And the, the crowd was dead after this. With yeah. Dead from big. this. Probably because the WWE title match... Not really, not really their fault at right. all. Yeah, it was but I will say good it was match. a fine match. Right. It was fine, yeah. No real complaint other than, you know, obviously I would have liked to see Drew win, but it was a fine match. So this next segment was amazing. Elias. Hell yeah, it was amazing. This was so actually got I me back actually, into the show. At this point, I had to step outside to just kind of cool off, you know, because yeah, we had yeah, been yeah. watching a lot and... Uh, oh got, so God, I yes. so I was watching from like our screen door watching through and I saw Elias was basically well playing with himself you know yeah. on every instrument which I thought that was funny and yeah. and different and unique yeah real uh, quick to interject like a lot of people were like wow when did Elias learn to play 
everything so well. And I'm like, dude has always been serviceable. It's just he's a heel, so he plays like shit on purpose. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what gets heat. him heat. It's funny to have a guy who's like, I'm amazing, and then go... Right. And his like, like... So people were like, when did this happen? It's like, well... He, they wouldn't have had him do I mean, it. He's a musician. Could, exactly. They wouldn't have had him do it if he hasn't practiced, you know? Yeah, so then... Just thought it was funny. He does his thing, and then a, there's a kind of lengthy, like, video interruption, which it was like Babe Ruth baseball or something, because I was oh, actually yeah. outside as it was happening, and then I came in. Right. Uh, and I... From that, I didn't know who it was going to be. I knew be. it was going to be Cena. Had no idea, though, that it was going to yes, be Thug I had a feeling it was, like... It felt so from the video, I like, felt like it was, Cena. like... Busted because and, like, it reminded me. And be like, I'm back. You know, Cena's back. That video package reminded me of old Cena. It was stuff. old, kind of yeah, like 2000s, stuff. late 2000s. Well, now that I look 2010s. at it and like yeah. think about it, but Cena's from fucking Boston, yeah, right? So why is he Babe thing. Ruth? Like, isn't they? Isn't there like some hatred? In New York? I know, but Boston yeah. and New York don't they hate each other and stuff? Yeah, but like. Fuck it. Babe Ruth also left Boston to go I to New see. York, so that's what, oh, the there's why a connection, Boston yeah. hates New York. Right, okay. So then there's a... Okay, well, that gives more of a connection yeah. for John. Because the thing with Cena was, like, when he came out like that, I had never seen... Like, I didn't watch back then. I knew I, of the gimmick, but I didn't well, know. Well, like I said, I got in in, like, 2005, 2006, which by that time he had stopped doing the Thugonomics stuff, but... When you become a huge yeah. fan, you go re- back and rewatch stuff. Sure, and I, yeah. Me and my friends, I've seen plenty we of would it. rewatch his rap battles and just his because he would do a freestyle every week. Like that right. was his thing. Super. Witty, so super I I loved Thugonomic Cena, and when when he came out, that, that little string thing is like yeah. I was like, what? I love that music. I love that character. That. I think that was my biggest mark out moment of the night. For yeah, sure. that was pretty cool. I like, loved that it. That was awesome. I if loved he it. came back and did some Dr. Thugonomics, like... Yeah, it's probably a one-off, but... It is, but... But here's the thing. I wouldn't be against it, but like I said, like, if that hadn't happened, that segment alone just got me back into the show. Oh, yeah, for you're, sure. You're, you're right. Because if they right didn't there. do that, I would have been checked out. Yeah, that definitely got me back. I don't know could have brought that back. Exactly. Right? Even the main event, I would have just been like, all right... Give Becky the belts because right, I want to yeah. like get this over with. Right. But yeah. no, that was that so was obviously so his rap yeah. was hilarious. And another little thing is obviously he was dressed like his old thugonomics character. He also the way he did his moves was like no, like he the way, was the he way was he did, the way he did the oh, five yeah. knuckle shuffle. If you remember how he normally does the five knuckle shuffle, right. It's different. The way he did it there was like how Ferocious, he used to yeah. do it. And he said it was an fu and, he, and not he, a, yeah, yeah the fu. Yeah. And he pumped up the shoes. Oh my god, that was so perfect. Fun. That was. I think that was my biggest mark out moment of the night. Was it was amazing? Return. He was definitely playing himself in a time past. Yeah, it was but I, really interesting. I do have to like, say, and I said it while we were watching. It's a good thing he didn't take off that hat though, because he would have oh, had that dumbass hair. Would have ruined the whole vibe. I was actually joking that since he slimmed down, he looks kind of like how he used to before he went full on oh, like Gorilla yeah, Man. Yeah. Like so, he, he almost looked the part perfectly. But yeah, he took that hair. <laughs> the hair. If you just saw that like His patch, hair. that bald patch, and that weird like longish hair. Oh man, that, that comb over thing. You would have just heard heard um, eighty two thousand people gasp <gasps> in horror. Like <laughs> what was it from? <gasps> yeah, yeah. So what did you guys think about the Batista and Triple H match? I actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it was. It was brutal. So right off the bat, it was the longest match of the night. Are you fucking kidding? That was the longest of the well, night. I would have never guessed it that. Was. I would have said uh, the WWE. No, that was long. That was longer by about a minute. Well, you know, Triple H and Batista—they're the old school guys. They well, were yeah. slow. You it's, know, it's, like, it was. And it was brutal. It felt like an old school that kind of slow, methodical, brutal time. Yeah. I mean, that's fitting for these guys. I mean, they've had quite a few matches before, and it was that style. And they're but old. The fact that it was. No holds barred. They took good yeah. advantage of that. This was 
some of the spots they did were pretty brutal, you yeah. know, using well, unique weapons you don't normally each other see. On the tables like fucking twenty times. Before. Yeah, well, the first one didn't break, and then they do another. Well, one. Then yeah. the second one didn't break, but then Triple H fucking Huge, like, speared him into the table and yeah. broke, and it was like, oh, okay, like fuck. Can we just talk about real quick Batista's meanness? Like he tripped getting in the ring, <laughs> oh my God. and he when had he was this amazing down the ramp or whatever. He, well, he I think it was climbing it was getting in. Getting in the, oh, it was thing, the, and the he, he played it off pretty well. But I'm just saying he is just everything he does is funny, whether he means for it to be or not. Then rip when Triple H was ripping out his nose ring, which was probably the highlight of the match. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, he was just so fucking funny. And I have uh, two commentary moments here. One, okay. after the nose ring thing, I thought it was funny. Shawn Michaels was on commentary, and he said, and that's why you shouldn't get your body pierced. <laughs> yeah, like, that was funny. Coming from Shawn, don't yeah. tell anybody <laughs> what to do with their body. Yeah, and then the other one, the entrances... Batista, you know, had the cool Hollywood entrance, you know, and then Triple H had a Mad Max thing, which I thought it was, was cool. cool yeah. It was cool. It was cool in a lame but, way. But like, the, it was so. But you cheap. know what made it not cool? Right after he did his entrance, Michael Cole saying, "How cool was that?" <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> he literally thing. said that. That was fucking hilarious because it was like two older men who oh, don't really know. Because normally shit. Triple H, every entrance he has at WrestleMania is midlife crisis, the wrestler. Yeah, like, like I'm a badass. Yeah, motorcycles. I'm a barbarian. This one was like, check I'm out I'm a my- Terminator. Exactly. Like, he is like the midlife crisis. And then, so Michael Cole saying that was so funny because they're, bu- you know, it like just sold <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it fits right in, yeah. I will say, what did you think? I felt like the whole match, Triple H was the heel. Yeah, he even was though beating him with a chain I and get pliers face, and a wrench. I think I've just seen Triple H be the heel for so many years now. I can't not see him as yeah, a face, like right. it just or as a heel. It's just too hard. But it was a fun match. I dug it. Yeah, it, was it was some fun. goofy shit and some brutal shit. And that's yeah, I thought it was want. good. And obviously, yeah, that's Batista's. That was his last match. So you know, thank you, thank you, Batista, for your service. Yeah, yeah. We will meme School, you for eternity. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. So oh, speaking boy. of last matches, Kurt Angle's last match against Baron Corbin. So, hey, whatever. You know. As far as the match, I'll say this along with the women's battle royal was my least right. favorite. This is the downer of the night. But I, I mean, it's I'm just... a boy, I'm a Corbin fan. No, no, so, no, no, no. Know, I'm a Corbin fan. I'm too. all I'm all for him like winning. It was cool. I mean, it he sucks had to win. because I it mean, was Kurt Angle and it was his last match. Yes. But I think it would have sucked more for Corbin to um have lost. Oh God, he couldn't. If Corbin would have lost, that would have sucked for him. Like, no, yeah, and if Corbin lost, I would have been upset. Forward. I would have been well, upset. Just, yeah. And his character moving forward, you know, because like, it's a throw. Kurt Angle be like, winning. What, what does that do it for anybody? Yeah. yeah, no shit. No, like, I agree. He's already, you know, like, he's my problem wasn't with Corbin winning. It was, I, and I also hated the segment after the match. Oh, where Kurt just talked or whatever. Kurt was like, hold up, give me the mic. You know, yeah. I mean, that was cool, but like they got to let him talk or whatever. I didn't yeah. feel like. Yeah, they could have done that like, after the show. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely... It's kind of just a bummer. Because it, like, I mean, it kind of like killed the show for a second, too. I mean, like, not because... That's what I'm just, saying. It like, made people feel good. It's a downer moment, yeah. But, like, sad at the same time, you know? Like, That's the thing is, I think the way to sum it up is that it had to be a downer regardless of how... Right. It could have been anybody. I think my one criticism is that... I'm glad it was Corbin, though, because it gives him... It's it, fine. It's just... It gives I, him a People fucking, wanted to see... It's like... There's still so many I matches Kurt, to see. Kurt Angle on his last match, like what? Yeah, I yeah, mean, it gets him heat for sure. My my thing is about it is, I just feel like when you look at Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels in past WrestleManias yeah, who had their retirement story, matches, yeah. oh, sure. those were big moments, grand matches. You know, right. and obviously they could go a lot more than Kurt can sure, right now. But right. it would have been cool that if they would have put him with somebody who could have 
carried him. Give, given him that match or that moment. Because people aren't going to look back at this like they look back at Sean's retirement sure, and Ric Flair's yeah. retirement. They're no, gonna, not They're not going to. It's going to be. But I will say kudos to WWE for Baron Corbin is safe. He protects. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like there was any. Also, end of days is the most protective move right now. It kind of like, is. Yeah. It's a brutal in fucking. WWE. It like, fucks no people up it, big time. Know? Yeah, and nobody's ever kicked out of it. It is. It was what it was, and it had to be that way. Basically, it's just to me, it was like the low point, just because. Yeah, you have Kurt Angle retiring. So, So the IC title, Lashley's contacts were pretty badass. Bobby Lashley looked like the demon. He was more demonic than the demon. This is my problem, and I, I could rant. We're not. I'm not going to. But here's (laughs) all I'm going to say about this match. I don't even want to get into the match itself. It was fine. I love Finn. I think he's a great wrestler. But the demon has got to go or undergo a massive change. Because in NXT, when you have a guy with belts on his head and in weird paint and he's got ribbons and stuff, it looks pretty cool in the NXT yeah, for NXT. Had... But when you put that man in a stadium and it's and we just saw all the stuff we just saw, it just looks like a dude in Halloween costume be with belts on his head. I gotta say something real fast. Just let it go for it, yeah. that. I had this crazy ass dream with okay, a okay, here we Finn go. Balor entrance as the demon. You were? No, no, not me, but like I saw Finn Balor's okay. like, demon entrance. Sure, sure. I don't sure. know if it was at a live event or I saw it on TV in my dream or whatever, but like right. I remember like visually he came out in his paint and stuff, but instead of like the fucking belts, tentacle noodles. Like, They're belts. Whatever. Literal uh, belts. It yeah. was like... That holds your pants the, up. It was like the nasty, wet, oily... Oh. Like... Hair that Kane has on his mask. Oh, okay. And yeah, it yeah. was like thinned... It was like thinned out hair, you right. know? So it looked Made really it look nasty. Look, and like, like scary. Yeah. And I was like... And so, like, now I just want to be like, man, just use that as, like, the demon hair, like, the demon fit. be better like, with fucking, nothing at this point. I know, but, My like, thing is, if you had to do the fucking face paint and stuff, like, do yeah. that, like, have him have hair, yeah. just not, like, the fucking or tentacles. if Billy Kay can get horns, why can't Finn? I know. Uh, That's true. He's like, going for less of, like, a hell demon and more of, like, a, a Lovecraftian, yeah, like, sort of tentacle-like... Yeah. Like, like you know, yeah, like crawling chaos. Get fucking thing. tentacles, I, yeah. dude! You're preaching to the choir. I hate, <laughs> I hate this. Fuck. You know what it reminded me of? Play uh, a preschool boogeyman is what it made me think of. Uh, you know, yeah. this thing makes me think of ravers. I'm sorry. Like who? Ravers. Oh, like ravers. ravers! Yes, because he had because the, they have the fucking the, the, no. It's the exact same material right. they have on their like. But that would be better though. He's using it's belts. basically a glorified. Yeah, I, I I know what you're saying, but even if he used those things that ravers use, it would look better. Right. That's how bad the gimmick is, and that's how bad the outfit is. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about the match. Well, on a positive, okay. I'll just say this: Finn finally, when he does the demon. Feels like he is wrestling a little different. He's putting more into t- he's busting out different moves. He did a power bomb. He's okay, doing some different right. kicks and stuff. I just don't yeah. think it's enough. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's not enough. And his but tongue. Here's something. my other problem too. He has a normal ass tongue. When yeah. Gene Simmons sticks his tongue out and blood comes out, it's fucking sick because his tongue is long, pointy like a demon. Yeah. Finn just has a normal dude tongue. Yeah, I'm saying. But you're right. He is. He wrestles a little fiercer. Not. An, it's not enough. It's not you're right. Enough. But it's he's. Not. It's gradually. Right. He's wrestling different. And in NXT, it was the exact same when he first started right. doing it on the main. Here's my thing. Exact same. He's Honestly, finally starting to do it. Uh, hopefully, from here on out, I want him to be. I want him to be heel more. Like yeah, so that would be. That nice. would if he fine, had a heel. Yeah. I think he just plays better off as he a really heel. does. Like, I, he's just got more attitude to him. I think. Yeah. And it, 
plays off. My thing was that Lashley looked scarier than the yeah. demon, and that's my problem. And I think Lashley actually also looked better in this match. He honestly. did. He really that spear Finn has ropes was was badass. This is the problem with face wrestlers sometimes is that they regress. They they're limited yeah. to their their five moves of doom or whatever. Finn, if you're listening, I know you're not. Here's what I would do: the demon. It's done, man. Get rid of the demon. Hey, I just don't go- mind it every now and then. Okay, honestly. then fucking rework it. Because if Finn Balor just put on body paint for big matches like he did in the on back after he left New Japan, we're good. Actually, like, that's true. It doesn't need to. He be doesn't the need demon. to be yeah, an alter right. ego because you're guess right. what? It isn't an alter ego. It's a marketing scheme. And right. you know what will sell? Body paint. You don't have to do. You don't have to call it something. You can make t- I agree with ten that. action figures. All different outfits and different getups, right. you know? It like treat it like Rey Mysterio putting on a new mask, you know? Sure, like yeah. my problem was that it that to me, we were watching with people who had never watched wrestling before, the demon was hyped up and they were like, That's it, that's yeah. the demon. Yeah. And that's right. my problem is I'm I just think it's it's had its course and it just it just doesn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I will agree. It's just unfortunate, yeah. but So right before the main event, Alexa Bliss comes out and it's like Okay, and she says, I, don't remember I think it's time for a break. And I'm like, bitch, oh, fuck. it's 11 o'clock. I know. We've been watching this since 4. I know, I remember that. I gotta now. get up at 6 in the morning. Dude, bitch, move dude. it along. Yeah. It's not Let's time for a go. fucking break. What do you call the, what do you call so the then, demon's entrance? That's our break right there. The dance no, break, and it was pointless bullshit. Then, yeah. the main event. Winner takes all Raw Women's Titles. Yeah. Titles. So we were all hyped. so tired, but yeah, also the, hyped. The thing is, yeah, by this point, yeah, exhausted, tired, but hyped for the match, and it was a good match. First of all, what do you I think thought, of Charlotte's like helicopter? Thought the helicopter thing was pretty badass. It just went on a little long. It was fun. well. That's because she owned the helicopter. No, she came in, uh, like, I think they filmed it the day before, but she came in on the helicopter. It was so Joan Jack could set up her band, I think. Okay, that makes but, sense. But my only problem with it, I liked it, but then Charlotte gets out, she puts on her robe, she looks at the camera, and she does this fucking wink. The wink! And it was yeah. so creepy and weird, her face just, like, it's like she couldn't wink. Half her face was like died or something, but yeah, that was neat. What'd you think about Joan Jett playing? That was fucking that was awesome. awesome. I'm never gonna complain about Joan Jett yeah, doing anything. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah. I love when they do live performances for Mania, and Joan Jett is a badass. Before so that, was, that, that was, yeah. was awesome. Greg Hamilton announced you're cool as fuck. No, it was awesome. I no complaints there. Love you. Yeah. Greg Hamilton doing the intro, you could just hear the crowd not responding the way they should because right. they're so tired and then the microphone cut out as that's he was, right and it and they can't fix it because it cut out everywhere in the arena ev- like so the crowd just starts booing and laughing and i'm like oh we're off to a great start here but then it gets back on track the entrances are really cool charlotte's entrance always looks cool at wrestlemania because she does the it was grand yeah. fireworks right behind her like wrestlemania 24 yeah. rick flair very flair. she'll always yeah. have an amazing wrestlemania right. ronda strutting out to joan jett was sick yeah becky got her smoke back becky coming out it was oh, just no yeah, nonsense yeah it was just the cl- you know yeah no nonsense but she got her smoke here's the thing about this match i don't have a lot to say about it i really don't I, like i mean um, it was quick it was i, I mean not quick it was quick it was, like, it was, it was 20 yeah. minute i mean it was 20 minute match it's i know just, but i it didn't feel like 20 but minutes for like no, a it, triple threat match it was pretty i short, i'm I really like. glad i rewatched this one because while watching it yeah we were saying we were just kind of exhausted and drained that yeah. i was just kind of watching it Taking not it wanting in. it to be over but just waiting to see the how end. they did it yeah, but yeah. now when i rewatched it i could kind of i could kind of <laughs> really enjoy Dribble. all the stuff so Running it down, they do a lot of the spots outside, which was cool. Pretty yep. brutal stuff. And then it starts out, the first 10 minutes is pretty 
fast action yeah. packed, mm-hmm. and then it slows down because that's just how a match goes. You know, right. you start off fast and furious, and then you have you, you kick it into different all. gears. Yeah. yeah, and they did a good job well, with that. I think around that time too, apparently Ronda got her hand severely. And I broken. found the spot. You I did because I, I could not. I, I get it. Is it when I, she went over the ropes yes, and landed? I okay, I saw that yeah. had to be it because she was doing. Well, let's like explain an, real quick for people. She was doing an arm bar to. I don't know, maybe Charlotte. It was Charlotte. On yeah. on the ropes. She it falls is. down to the floor. And for one, it looks like she fucking lands right on the back of her head. Yeah. And she puts her hand out to catch herself. And it looks it like that had backward. to have been what broke her Well, hand. she puts her fingers down and it looks like her hand like bends backwards like this. Oh, and so apparently she fucked her hand up really bad. I think that was it. Also, Rhonda said bitch a lot in this match. Yeah, she was, bitch? That's she kind bitch? Of, which was really bitch. funny. It's kind of like Lesnar, yeah, though. Yeah, bitch. It was pretty no, funny. It bitch? was funny, like, yeah. Jesus, It's bitch? like Lesnar with uh, Suplex City, bitch. Yeah. yeah. The crowd was just so exhausted. Like, oh, God, they yes. wanted to be into it, but you could tell they almost gave all they had. And then... One of my favorite spot of the match, I think, was Charlotte doing the top rope Spanish fly to Becky with badass. That was amazing. I don't think I like yeah. that. She was, just started busting that. I was going to say like, I, pa- that I that blew my recently. mind for sure. Like, yeah, and then the sure. table got out. Ronda oh, yeah. Ronda t- threw it over and was like, "Tables are for bitches," which was pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, they put the table up in the corner, and the poor thing doesn't break for the it, spot. Yeah, it breaks it was a, like right at the it was bottom. It's a pretty weak like, spot as it is. I feel like they could have come up with a better table. I think spot. they were tired and like they tried to throw her into the well, table. They need to learn like, that you can't throw your opponent into the table at the. Should have done a top rope power bomb or something. Like yeah, could have been a better spot for that. And then the finish. I gotta say, it was abrupt, and I don't know if I loved it. I didn't love it. This no, was, it was the finish. Weird, like when it happened, I was like, "Wait, what?" Maybe that was supposed to be the. Here's field. why I didn't love it. It would have been fine because you protect Charlotte, or sorry, you protect Ronda because she's like kind of taken by surprise by a real like pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing though. She got her fucking shoulder up. Yeah, that killed the whole thing. Yeah, when you they can't start, have the count. The one count thing you started, can, yeah. you can do a roll up like surprise finish. Yes, it's not as satisfying, and people are the upset. Main event of it came up though. like between one and two, I believe. Like, I would yeah, have rather yeah. her tapped Charlotte out if they weren't going to have Ronda tap. That's out. true. Why don't you do right. that? I like, think it was cool that she pinned Ronda. That was surprising. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought the match was good. It's so when Ronda comes the back, ending was. Abrupt, and for yeah. a main event of WrestleMania, like, I thought wow, that was really? a lame ending. Yeah. It is a lame ending, and I agree. But they yeah, had, I think they had a few more minutes in that match. Like it felt like, uh, and people were saying it was this, very abrupt. It felt yeah. like Double they champ, were like rebuilding champion. into like, okay, the finish is coming, and then it just happened, and it's like, wait, there should have been another minute or two yeah, for sure. to build. To it's it. true. The thing that yeah. the fiend saying is like having Becky as the champ, champ, if you will. Is so like you're just like okay I'm happy but it kind of put a bittersweet feel yeah, to it whereas sure, it yeah. could have felt just sweet if she had the, I think they're gonna do it to where Rhonda comes back and she's got she can be like you punked me yeah, it wasn't like rematch, it was bullshit yeah. and that's how but like, still why they're doing the main it. event of WrestleMania I, you no know? I'm not arguing I'm not arguing at all I'm just saying that that's probably what yeah. they're gonna do right but. Now. Overall, it was a it was a good match. I'm it wasn't just, my favorite match yeah. of the night, but it was a great match. All right, so just pick one uh, favorite match and least favorite match, if you can pick one. Go ahead. Okay, so Chris here, I obviously or not obviously because everyone can have a different screw. Opinion. You can pick more than one if you got a few. No, I I know exactly what I'm going to say. Favorite match. By far, Kofi versus Brian. Kofi Mania was so it's it was so exciting. It was terrifying. 
It was satisfying. Like, it just lived up to expectations. Crowd was behind it. It was perfect. Yeah. Least favorite, I think for me, it's tied between the women's battle royal and the angle retirement thing because both just were yeah. like, you could have taken those off the show and it would have been fine. The only thing is that I just don't think it's fair to all those women. It's just, it really sucks for them. Like, you got to get that SmackDown title on the main show. That's my right. only, that's my big, only booking complaint. You got to get it on there because otherwise you're just saying, Champion doesn't matter. The title doesn't matter. Throw it in the main event because fuck it. Yeah. Like, it's so not you're cool. saying your real only complaints with the show were like Oscar should have had a title match against maybe yeah. like Sonya or uh, Mandy or somebody. somebody yeah. I know yeah, that it was packed, yeah. but guess what? We had throwaway stuff. Just yeah. That's my that's my take. Yeah. My favorite match of the night, just because I'm a fan, and Seth Rollins and oh, it was so awesome. And Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Short and sweet too. And like, he fucking took three curb stomps and yep. fucking went down. Like, and it was just like such a great way to start yeah. the night. Like, yeah, and yeah, and uh, I like that it was first. It it got me right into it. You know, it was pretty cool. Like, um, Seth won. I'm all for him to happen. And keeping the title. Get Brock like, out of here. Hopefully, he goes on a tear with it. Maybe for, for sure. a little bit. I hope. You know. Agreed. But uh, and um, and I think the women's tag comes in a close second. Cool. Because that was pretty. That cool. was exciting. It was too. a pretty. It was a really fun match. Um, but least favorite, probably yeah, the women's battle royal. Not I their fault. For, yeah, <laughs> just no, the booking. Yeah, it's just not for sure. smart. Yeah. Definitely. For me, uh, my favorite would be Kofi and Brian as well. Behind it would be basically a tie for Miz and Shane's Falls Count Anywhere for match sure, yeah. and I mean, the SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. Like. They're all really close, oh, yeah. but Kofi and Brian was just a masterpiece. It was it was great. Yeah. Least favorite, I mean, not to just you know agree, but Pile the women's that. battle royal was just a big letdown. Away, and Angle yeah. and Corbin, I feel like, yeah. Uh, my my only complaints, yeah, were the women's battle royal stuff. The booking there, they could have picked a better winner, yeah, like Ember Moon or something, or Asuka. The fact that the SmackDown Women's title wasn't on the card, Angle not having a real moment, and I think that this WrestleMania was. Amazing, but if they had yeah, had a was, if they had a ladder match or a TLC great, match stipulation, sure. I think more it would have just yeah. put it even Keep over it the top. More, little but more yeah, variety. I overall, I mean, amazing yeah. show. That's what I was gonna say. My closing thought was that I think this top one of my for me, like literally. I mean, I, yeah, I I really need to like, like I said, I need to let it kind of sit for a while and be like, where does this it rank? Was, it's definitely in my. Top three WrestleManias of all time. This one, this one for me, is definitely by far one of my favorites, along with uh, when Seth cashed in. Yeah, thirty-one. 31 that's, a, that's a really yeah, good that one too. Other. Since I like got back in and started watching, since like right. I'd say from thirty to now, like I was gonna um, say thirty-one, like, and this one is probably my two favorites. Since, since Fiend and I got into wrestling in thirty around thirty and thirty-one, the stories have come full circle, which yeah. makes this. 35, so good. Seth okay. finally conquers the beat. You know, like, right. he had yeah. his brush. Daniel Bryan now comes full circle, becoming the villain Went that from he from the hero, the underdog right. hero. It's to just the, too perfect. Yeah. Like, right. it's like the perfect... I could stop watching... I'm not going to, but I'm just saying, like, that felt like the end of, like, so right. many things and the start right. of so many new things. It was really incredible. Like now it's like, now we can do so many new things. It's like, yeah. Right. It's exciting to see what is going right. to happen now. Well, everybody, that was our WrestleMania 35 extravaganza, almost as long as the show, the main show itself. Right. But 
I mean, that was a that was a fucking doozy of a of a mania. So yeah, I mean, how cool was that? Well, not cool at all. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for our maiden voyage here on the Swirl Pool. We're gonna be swirling through all sorts of different things. Okay. So I'm this down was for the swirl. Yeah, we're gonna swirl hard. It won't always be wrestling. No. no. So I wanted to say this was kind of like we just knew this was a good jumping on point. We all love. We're all wrestling, wrestling fans. It just made sense. Next know? time it's going to be something else, something different. Maybe we don't some know music. What yet. Maybe a movie. Right. Maybe Who a TV knows? show. Maybe an anime. And we'll probably have some guests and stuff. Yeah. But Please find us on YouTube. We're the Vortex, and the the, the URL is YouTube.com/slash/Grim2MsChorizo. Please That's subscribe. Uh, we're playing games on there. We're doing all sorts of weird shit. Um, if you want to also check out our Discord, there's a link on our YouTube oh, channel. Down there somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's, it's in the description. Know, we put it in the description of all the videos. I think if you go to the banner or whatever of our channel, yeah. it should have a little thing that says join us on Discord. I think you click that and it can take you right to it. Yeah, so but we want to have discussions about the, the... Anything and everything, kind of like... Yeah, and the episodes, like if you want to make... If you want to request... Uh, yeah. topics for us yeah. to do because we're going to be picking stuff for each other but I'd love to and send uh, any correspondence if you send an email to grimtorizo at yep. gmail.com we will answer your questions we'll do Q&A stuff there you go and uh, if you want to find me Chris uh, at anywhere I'm Zompire Wolf on like everything online we've got an Instagram as well at uh, enjoy the vortex on Instagram you can follow me myself Grim Chorizo on Instagram as Grim Chorizo. You can also follow me on Twitter at Grim Chorizo. I don't really Grim Chorizo I don't really do Twitter, but no. you can follow me on there if you want. But uh yeah. Alright everybody, thank you for listening to Swirlpool. We'll be back. Swirl you later. Keep on swirling. No <laughs> That's now our catchphrase.